Today is Monday, December 17th, and you're listening to Life in General with Ron Tang. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, welcome back to Life in General, Season 2, Episode 3, uh, Episode 16. Um, sorry about the delay, guys. I've actually been super busy at work. I've been finishing off 14-hour days regularly, so I'm just trying to crunch it all in before the holidays. And um, for my listeners, I don't know what industry you guys work in, but most industries, I would say, dry up around winter time, and this is the time where it starts to slow down. The holidays are coming and everyone is kind of in holiday mode already. Um, other than that, uh, I've actually been writing a lot of my time off. So, I mean, it wasn't that bad, right? I think I've only had, I've missed about three days of this podcast because it was supposed to come out on the 14th. But yeah, on my spare time, I've been doing a lot of writing. I haven't published anything in over a year. For some of my friends that listen to this, like they know um, I spent quite a lot of time uh, writing articles um, about personal stuff, mostly nonfiction. But yeah, you know, for the for the past few months, nothing has really come to me. So you know, when I do think of something worthy of writing, then I you know put down notes, and um, I haven't really come out with anything. I haven't really published anything for uh, I would say about a year. You know, I just I couldn't really sit down and just write if you told me to. You know, it just things have to just come to me. I got to feel inspired. You know, um, I have these like golden thoughts. Mostly I find when I'm driving. So and sometimes it gets crazy because like um, I have these thoughts that I think would be great for my writing. So what I do is sometimes I like park the car on the side and then just jot these notes down. And hopefully I get to use it later if I you know remember most of it. I just use like um, points. It usually comes at the most random times. I find that um, some of the best ideas I get is when, you know, I have, uh, when I get the blues. Some of the darkest times is where I find the most inspiration. Uh, I'm not trying to sound like too artsy or emo or like a musician or whatever, but usually uh, I'm more focused with what I'm doing when I'm feeling like shit. It's true. A lot of people don't know that I do have, like, ADHD as a kid so and it's just perceived as as normal right um I actually didn't know I had ADHD until I learned what it was my parents didn't know right they thought I was just hopped up on sugar um I remember I had to explain to my parents why I get hyperactive and then low energy and that I'm never able to focus on any of my schooling a lot of parents think it's just like oh it's normal he's just being a kid right but a lot of the symptoms is, um, you know, there's telltale science. Like, you know, you you fail to complete the tasks your your professor gives you. You know, you're avoiding activities that require like sustained focus. You're you're being easily distracted. You're losing things easily. You know, you're you're hyper all the time, and then you get restless, fidgeting, uh, frequent talking. You know, trouble just trouble paying attention uh, mostly. Um, and when I was younger, the the telltale signs usually is like poor self-image, forgetfulness, you know, disorganized 
low tolerance for frustration and you know uh, parents saying no mood swings so you know as I got older you know I I never I went, never went on any meds but I, I learned to get a hold of it and control it um, a lot of things I know is actually like from reading it's like self-taught when I actually want to but in school I don't think I've I've ever really paid attention I was a I was a solid C student I'd say but yeah anyways back to this um, so you know, this is the episode where I start to open up to you guys a little bit. And I think it's about time, don't you? I think we know each other now well enough that I can start telling you guys some next level shit about me. Um, I think some of my friends now listening would still be a little surprised um, about some of the info that I'm going to share. And that's another thing about podcasting. You know, you do get to learn uh, about the host on a more personal level. Like when I started to look into other podcasts, my favorite one that I'm listening to now, it's called Harmontown, uh, the creator of Community and Rick and Morty. So Dan Harmon, he's very, uh, you know, self-destructive and he's hilarious. You know, his writing is absolutely fucking genius. And he's got um, all these guests on and um, sometimes they're just playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, hosted by his game master a guy named Spencer Crittenden who who leads the game and the whole show is all improvised and they make it so good like it's so funny and then his comptroller uh, Jeff Davis and then sometimes like they'll go they used to just host it in Los Angeles and then they started moving to different locations it sort of became this therapy session for Dan and they talk about social issues, scandals, like everything in between. So they go from, you know, sometimes they're they're in uh, Boston, sometimes they've been in Australia, so they go all over. And it, it's a great show. It's recorded in front of a live audience, and then, it you know, the audio version, of course, turns into a podcast. He's just a very interesting guy to listen to. Podcasts, like, for, for a certain time when I started listening to uh, comedy podcasts, like, they do make you feel... It's like getting to know someone as well as learning something while you, like, commute or go to sleep and... Next thing you know, you feel like you kind of know this person. I'm usually sitting in a room talking to you guys while talking to a wall, really, about shit that I find wrong with the outside world. And I haven't really opened up yet, so I'm doing this thing now where I'm giving my body uh, a full reset from everything. And I've done it before. I find that it works really well. So um, my my body and everything that's going on right now, I feel like has been uh, desensitized in a way. So I was watching this uh, one documentary. It was called In Real Life. It was about the youth, uh, the millennials, which uh, I'm actually a millennial along with the early 30-something-year-olds. We're still millennials. Um, we become so desensitized because of high-speed internet and, and phones and I've been guilty of, uh, and everyone can attest that I, I do look at my phone too much. Even people at the gym tell me, it's like, Ron, like every time I see you, you're like looking at the phone. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm changing music, but I'm really like just scrolling through social media mindlessly. And, you know, I've been told by, you know, siblings, parents that during dinner, like I always, when I see them, like we have dinner and I look at it constantly and, you know, and I'm always getting notifications. So I've noticed that um, since Facebook and Instagram and all these social media platforms have become prominent, I do realize that it's made me a little desensitized in terms of like just um, mindlessly consuming all this content. I find that it's it's a 
it's a very weird feeling like I just I'm constantly I got anxious when I was about 25 I woke up and I was like oh, what the hell's going on you know am I am I going through my usual like anxiety existentialism again I don't know so um, back then I went to go see a therapist and he's like you got to calm your mind or something like that and I spoke to him he's like there's too many things going on at once and I find that the more media that I'm consuming, the less uh, I'm actually obtaining from what I'm learning. Like we see all these videos and memes and humor and we always keep sharing them with our friends. And these these videos that we're looking at, it, it's very, I, I find that social media is very, it's extremely time consuming. And you really don't notice how much time has actually passed when you're looking at your phone all the time. So... I downloaded this uh, this app where it actually tracks how long you use social media in a day. So as soon as you hit the hour, you can just turn it off. I, you know, it wasn't really working for me. I think the only thing to do is really just abstain from it. And I remember when I traveled Thailand, the first time I, I've abstained from my phone, uh, it was the, some of the best times I've ever had because I was literally like living in the present i wasn't i had to i just turned it off and you know we were walking through you know the forest we visited the the temples we were with the animals and eating organic and i i did feel a lot happier i didn't know i did but i realized like yeah that was some of the best times i've had so um i think it's it's a good reset so right now what i'm abstaining from is really um sugar uh, nicotine, uh, which I, I don't smoke anymore. I quit, but I do vape and I'm actually, I'm just going to stop that altogether. Uh, I guess it's, it's more or less a, a sort of a new year's resolution goal, but not really. I mean, I'm not one of those like, Oh, new year, new me bullshit. But, uh, I guess if I am, I'm, I will be getting a head start. I mean, I don't really do new year's resolution goals. It's always the same for me, right? You, you try to strive, you try to be better as a person and you know, you're reaching out to advance yourself financially, mentally, and physically. That's always been the thing. I've always had financial goals. I've always had physical goals. I've always, in a certain amount of time, I try to complete a certain number of books, you know, on subjects I'm interested in. But um, yeah, in, in terms of the, the social media stuff, I find that I, I really have been desensitized with everything going on around me. And there's so much going on. And, you know, the, there's so much out there that I, I get, like you, you sort of have this anxiety take over you when you're consuming that much stuff. There's a million things going on in your head. So um, I started meditating again, so that's been helping a lot. Uh, my anxiety's been a little bit better. I think it all I think it all started when I was about 25, uh, as I've mentioned, where I just woke up in the middle of the night uh, realizing my own mortality. And I think where it came from was just um, studying religion on different levels. Like I looked into Buddhism. I started looking at the Quran and Catholicism. I was raised Catholic, but I never really believed in it. But I think at that point, it's like, oh, I'm getting close to 30. And I sort of realized like I didn't really believe in any of it. And to a certain degree, I still don't, although I do like the Buddhist philosophy. So at that point, I, I was really suffering this um, existentialist uh, sort of crisis and I did see someone professionally at the time but not anymore um, that helped a lot so I'm just like it, it's I'm a lot better but right now um, that documentary was a bit of a wake-up for me because the youth right now there's been a study where all these doctors say kids ranging from 
20, like teenage to like 20, mid, mid 20s to early 30s. And it's crazy because they're all like have, have this like porn induced ED. And I got to say, like, even for me in my dating life, I've been so desensitized to like just just looking at Instagram pictures of all these girls now. I find that this this whole Juvederm injection into the lips is like the norm. So when I look at these girls now, and then I look at someone who's not you know all done up in plastic surgery, they kind of look bland to me. And and I realize like okay, this is becoming a problem because back then people all they had was pictures, and they could get off like just on that. Since I've stopped that, you do view women differently, and I think it's it's for the better. It's healthier. Kids are just so right now. I, I don't know. Like it, I think we're in a lag right now with like you know such advanced technology, and people are just their brains are just sort of catching up. So I think <clears throat> I don't know how well uh, they're gonna do for years to come, but there's definitely gonna be some sort of like a backlash. Something will happen, and uh, I, they're going down this road. Like a lot of them, they don't even know why they're depressed. So many of them are depressed. They always talk about I, I'm depressed. They don't know why. They're having troubles meeting, you know, forming real relationships. And studies have been done that the amount of people you talk to, even if it's just like online, you have full conversation. It's it's never, uh, it doesn't equate to the 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 feeling you get in the reward system that comes with real time conversation. So I think that's a bit of a problem. Except when you, I guess, when you talk to family overseas and you haven't, you know, seen them in a long time, that, that it is very rewarding. But in terms of just talking to everyday people, it's just through text and whatnot. And I think it's made a lot of us um, that are not introverts into introverts. It's it's very different. The the documentary also uh, speaks out about how a lot of the youth now are forming purely just online relationships. They're dating, but they have never seen the the actual person they're dating is just all through webcam and, and FaceTime. And it, it's absolutely crazy. More and more people are committing suicide because, uh, you know, some of them have actually reached out to their celebrity, their their idols, and, you know, they tweet them and then they get ignored and they feel depressed and they don't write back. And it's it's a crazy world, right? Because everything, everything's done online now, including all my retail shopping. So, it's it is a bit of a change, but I think I'm gonna go through this for about three months, which uh, I said I'm gonna have a full reset until my 31st birthday. So the the end game here is really just to feel better at the end of the day. And I mean, for those that like don't do meditation, I I do recommend it. Um, the shortest meditation you'll do really is just what you can do is close your eyes and just you know breathe in and let out a, a long breath. And if you do that continuously without your mind drifting. Uh, you do get this weird sort of tingling sensation on top of your head. And after, usually, well, usually it puts me right to sleep, but um, either way, that works too. Uh, I usually have trouble sleeping if, you know, if, if I'm not using e- either, you know, uh, chamomile, or sleeping pills or, or um, melatonin. I, I always need something or even like a shot of whiskey, right? But uh, meditation helps with falling asleep. Uh, reading something boring can help you too. But um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, like the goal is really just to feel better. If you're like me, sometimes you'll have this general feeling of uneasiness, but you don't know where it's coming from. Uh, and you know, everybody handles it differently, right? Um, some people, you know, they, they're not feeling good, but they can't tell you what it is. So what they do is they book a plane ticket and they fly somewhere for that reset. You could do that too, if it works for you. But what happens is when you leave, you come back and you, you fall back into that same routine and then you get back into this like 
this sort of dark hole that you fall back into and you're like, okay, it's time for another trip. And you know, it, it does happen and it does happen to me and I do book trips and I come back and I find myself sometimes like when I come back, I, I feel like a different person. Like I've learned something new and I'm more wise, which you probably are. So I start doing things differently, looking at things from a different angle for a little while. And I do fall back in the same routine and then I go on another trip. But if that's the way, uh, you're going, um, I try to get away about twice a year. It keeps me sharp. It keeps me focused. Staying here all year long, it, it, it does fuck with me a lot. So, And when, when I say uh, you're more wise, I, I'm usually talking about a place where you've traveled, like you've actually seen something new, you've learned something, and it wasn't an all-inclusive spring break type, you know, all-you-can-drink, all-you-can-eat buffet. It's like I really don't count. I mean, yes, they are vacations, but... Uh, it's really just more and more self-indulgence. And um, usually what I like to do is if I could, I'll do, I'll get away twice a year, uh, one all-inclusive and one where I'm actually seeing a new country. Um, or I'll just I'll, I'll just see two new countries. Uh, generally, if I do, um, it's got to be at least two weeks where I get to absorb the culture, you know, get to know the locals. Uh, I like to go sightseeing, you know, just absorb everything that country has to offer and really get a taste of it i'm not a fan of because some people i know they they'll do like you know five six country within a span of 21 days i mean what they really do is you know they stop and they they took a, a postcard like picture and then they left that's not really traveling i mean yes they have gone to that place but what have they really done they haven't really you know they they, they can they can just say that they've been to that place so that's that's not how I like to do it. Um, but you know, I guess to each their own. You know, if your if your bucket list, I guess, is just to see like you know over three hundred countries, then you know you go for it. Anyways, in real life, check out that documentary. It's it's really a, an eye opener and a bit of a game changer. So if you're like me, uh, I would recommend this this new reset. You know, keep yourself in the gym. All right. It's pretty basic. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you all know this and we all have our vices, but yeah, uh, stay hydrated, keep working out. Food is good. Sex is good. Exercise is good. Sleep is good. Meditation is absolutely terrific for you. Everything else, I guess you can discard. Spending time with family is good. Nature is good. And uh, yeah, this is episode 16. Uh, I'm still waiting on my friend who who's doing his own podcast uh, for him to finish so I can actually introduce you guys to a whole new world. Okay, uh, this is it. This is episode 16 of Life in General, and I'll talk to you guys later.